Oh, come on, baby. Take me back. Take me back. Oh, come on. Come on. Really? Jeez. It's all about relationships. It's Malloy here. And uh, what's your name over there, fella? I, I just forget, man. I, you know, it's, 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 it's Cupid. I'll, I'll be whoever you want me to be. <laughs> it's Wayne. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> Wayne, mate, great to have you here for uh, all about relationships. And uh, we're going to fire right into it. This is going to be a big night, I feel. Uh, you know, I've got we've got the mood lighting on. Um, I've got the LEDs. I can turn those on in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some candles. I don't know. Nice. But uh, I'm, I've been looking forward to tonight. I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun, as I say. And every week I find out something more about myself and dig deeper into my dysfunction. It's great. <laughs> Well, we all have levels of dysfunction. I oh, like yeah. to relabel it and just go, that's why I talk about the, you just got poor tools. That's that's oh, it. Oh, absolutely. And I actually used that term today. I was doing something or other. I can't even remember what it was. And I thought, geez, if I just had the right tools. Oh, bloody Wayne, he's in my head. <laughs> oh, stop that. Stop that. Mate, uh, what have we got on the old agenda tonight? Well, we've got two things. Mm-hmm. Um the last show, you asked me about the friend zone. Oh, yeah. So this is now a four-hour show tonight. That's <laughs> it. That's it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, and then okay. I'm going to talk about the 10 rules for fighting. Oh, And I don't okay. mean MMA or anything like that. <laughs> I'm talking about conflict. Right. Okay. No, these are important. 10 rules. Ten okay, rules. I, I can think. Okay, so there's no, there's no biting, hair pulling. That's it. That's <laughs> it's a bit of a list. <laughs> you don't really want to be going to that. Oh no, hell no. no! Give that no, a red hot miss. Not good. Not good. But anyway, the mm. friend zone. Yes. Now, I'm sure any blokes listening to the show mm. will be able to relate because it generally happens to men more than women. Oh, absolutely. All right, I have yep. met women that get friend zone, but it's predominantly men. Sure. I've had it happen a few times. Okay. And I wanted to tell you a quick story mm-hmm. about one of my most, I suppose, confusing, impressive, baffling friend zone okay. experiences right. and what I learnt out of it. This is good. You've got to learn from every experience, right? Yeah. Well, this one was a, it was a good friend zone okay. in the end. Okay. So many years ago, a bloke that I worked with was a bouncer. Okay. I used to go sit with him on the door and he'd get me the occasional drink and we'd just take the piss out of people that were drunk and staggering out of the place. Fun night. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. it was a hoot. Anyway, one day his cousin rocked up. Okay. And she was this little gothic chick. Okay. Wicked sense of humour. Oh, I went through a phase. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So I didn't worry too much about the gothy bit. Okay. But, but she had a, a great sense of humour and yep. I liked that. And I said to her, hey, we should hang out. And she said, cool. all right, no worries. Right. So I picked her up and... We went out, and at the end of the night, I did the typical bloke thing, and I went for the goodnight kiss. Of course. Hand comes up. She yeah. goes, I just want to be friends. And I'm like, oh, that oh, hurt. Jesus. But I'm like, okay, at least I know where I stand. Okay. Yeah. Right. After one night, not so bad. Yeah. Exactly. So we ended up being best of friends. Okay. Hung out a lot, spoke all the time. Yep. Got to know our family really well. Okay. Got hung out with them as well. Really enjoyed it. Excellent. All right. All right. Moved over east. She moved over east and we stayed in contact and caught up with each other. Right. And then we sort of lost contact after a number of years. All right. Life. As happens. Yeah. And then I'm back here and one day after a number of years, I got a phone call from her mum. Oh, dear. She goes, um, she's coming back for Holt for Christmas. Right. Do you want to be here and surprise her? And I'm like, cool. So I rock up and it's like nothing's changed. Everyone's exactly the same. It just drops straight in. Wonderful. And at the end of the evening, Mm. as I'm saying goodbye to her, she goes, all those years ago, I should have said yes. 
Ooh. And I'm like, ow. Mm. I don't know if that hurts or Did not. Did you just... I think you just reached into my chest, pulled my heart out, and held it in front of my eyes. Thank you. Yeah, thank Appreciate you very much. That. Yeah. Now, <laughs> as I said, I learned something from it. Right. All right. So what I've realised is the reason we get friend zone predominantly yeah. is because we're all ego-driven creatures. Okay. We like to feel valuable. We like to sure. feel we're worthy, etc. We also like to believe that we're attractive to a degree, sure. desirable, yep. etc. Yep. So if you go out with a woman mm-hmm. and you don't really show any interest mm-hmm. in as much, you might be enjoying a conversation, sure. etc. her level of appreciation for feeling desired will slowly drop. Okay. So by the time you get to the end of the night, she's not feeling attractive at all to you. Okay. So therefore it's a, nah, that boat sailed, buddy. Okay. So the one thing I've learned... Mm-hmm. Let them know that you find them attractive. And I'm not just talking about looks. I'm talking sure. about like maybe their, their values or the way they behave yeah. or whatever. So that's always a good one. Okay. All right. So that for me was a big one. Right. And the other one as well is something we don't tend to do. We don't tend to show our value as a partner. Oh, please explain. So if you think about it, you're out on a date. Let's Pretend I've got a woman in front of me and I'm on a date with her. Okay. Most people will talk about their job or what they went on holidays, etc., sure. etc., rather than the things that make them a desirable partner. So true. But hang on. See, in a lot of situations, the thing that you do or the car that you drive whatever, is what makes you the desirable partner. You reckon? Certainly to the people I've talked to. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, again, uh, yeah, probably not great advice from me and I'm probably shopping in the wrong you know, department stores. But, you know, yes. yes. <laughs> I'll reserve judgment on yeah, that oh, statement. Look, yeah, I mean, I unfortunately, you know, I, I think that in my life a lot that uh, women have been interested in me for what they can attain from me, not in me. Those women do exist. That is true. Best to stay away from those. Yes, yes. If they okay. can just have a light that flash on the top of their heads, that'd be great. If yeah. you could there are ways to figure it out. Yeah. The important thing mm. is with a partner, it's what you allow them to feel. Okay. So okay. if you can allow them to feel certain ways, yep. what you drive and all of that doesn't matter as much. As much. I mean, if you're driving a real piece of crap car and the yep. floor's falling out of yeah. it, well, you might be struggling. <laughs> if you're driving a half-decent car yep. and you allow that woman, or if you're a woman, you allow the guy to sure. feel loved and supported and encouraged mm. and all of that, then it's easy for them to see your value as a partner. Okay. Okay, because okay. I, when I was with my wife first off, I avoided the phrase, you make me happy. Right. Because to me, no, no one can make you happy. No. So it used to bug my wife because I would go, <laughs> you make it easy to choose being happy. And yeah, she'd go, yeah. God, you're a weirdo. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yes, but I want to make sure I'm saying the truth and because that's what it is. Because it sounds like you're reading a self-help book. That's the problem, right? Yes. Yeah. But I wanted her to get, mm. you make it easy for me to choose being happy. And you're making that choice. Gotcha. Rather gotcha. than gotcha. Yep. her being responsible for my Spot happiness. Spot on. And you've just hit the word, right? Exactly. And I didn't want that pressure on her, and I didn't want that pressure because I've had that. Yep. Where you twist yourself and you're not trying to make your your partner happy yep. doesn't work. No, it's about love, not being a pretzel. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, that for me 
was uh, a big eye-opener. Okay. So when I first met my wife, I made sure that at the start she knew that I found her attractive for a number of reasons. Makes sense. And then also I made sure to let her know that when she's with me, she'll be able to feel all of these wonderful things. And thankfully she was like, yeah, okay, I'll give them a crack. Yeah. And obviously it's worked because Clearly. she's very happy. That's what she well, tells that's you. Exactly, exactly. I was <laughs> oh, just I'm sorry, mate. You left yourself open. I did. <laughs> it was like, lob the ball, wait for it to get smashed back. I had I had half a second of pause. Oh, I, no. I thought about it. I it's always no. one of those things that when you say it, you go, yeah, that's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and never mind, mate. And look, I joke about it. I've obviously met your wife and she is lovely. And, and I love the chemistry between the two of you. So it's obviously very real. Yes, mm. it is. So anyway... That's the friend zone part. Sure. That's what I learned, what I've realised about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not always a bad thing. Okay. And I'm glad that my friend said, Mm -hmm. no, we should just be friends because she was right. Okay. It would have destroyed what would have been a really great friendship. Gotcha. All right. So she was right because, you know, at that young age, the old hormones are running and and you're only interested in one thing. Yep. So... Thankfully, her smarter brain spoke up <laughs> to my not quite so smart at that stage brain, and yeah, okay, yeah, it okay. worked out well. You're very, you're very, you look, you're lucky that there was one of you who was mature in the situation there, yeah, and not hurtful. I mean, obviously, you went on to have a great friendship, so mm, oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. Still think highly of her, even though I haven't seen her in years. Yep, I still think she was, you know, the duck's nuts. She was yeah. a top lady. I mean, I've got a lot of female friends, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't ever consider myself that I've ever been friend zoned. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I but think. some you come in with that. Energy at the start. Sure. Like I've met, obviously, lots of women over the years yep. due to having meet-up groups and coaching and all yeah. of this sort of thing. And I have met lots of quality women. Mm. Very few of them do I go, ooh, that could actually go somewhere if I wasn't married. Okay, okay. Yeah, because, you, well, you close your mind to that kind of thing. When you're married, I mean, I, I don't know. I just... No, but even before I met my wife, oh, I okay. would meet lots of women sure. and go... That's, she's attractive, intelligent, funny, etc. Yep. Doesn't quite tick enough boxes. Okay. Okay. Right. So I could go and form a relationship, sure. but I know in my heart that it wouldn't work because yep. we're not a good enough match, okay. and therefore it's better to friend zone her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I've just met people that I just feel a natural connection with on a friendship level, and you just don't think that you. you yeah. just, it just doesn't go anywhere else. Yeah. Exactly. They, they could be very attractive. They could be, you know, intelligent. Yep. Funny as hell, whatever the case may yep. be. But if, if I don't feel that chemistry, you just don't go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that and thankfully that's a smarter part of our brain speaking up. Does work occasionally. So, mm. Anyway, tonight what I wanted to go through. Yep. When I first started on my journey, I suppose mm. you'd call Hello, it. Look at all Australian find, Bible here. Hello. Find myself. <laughs> one of the first books I received, yep. ironically, was from my father, who's probably one of the least interested in this sort of journey. Okay. And it was a book called Manhood. Right. By a chap, chap by the name of Steve Biddulph, who's an Aussie bloke. Right. All right. So he's been a family counsellor, therapist for decades. Okay. And he's written a series of books, one of which was Manhood, which got me interested in finding my masculinity, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. And 
He's got a number of really good books, Raising Boys, Raising Girls, um, The Making of Love, which is all about relationships and building okay. intimacy. And I like his books because they're simple. They're layman's terms. He doesn't get bogged down. He okay. keeps it nice and simple, scatters some stories in it. Are there diagrams? <laughs> yeah, he's got lots of little cartoons. <laughs> and it's just a, a nice, simple book. I gotcha. like, And that's the ethos that I have. It's like how simple... Can I make this and how easy to that understand? That is so important, though, because so many people just make everything bloody complicated. Like, yes. Why do we do that? It's just, do you want to know why? Why? Because we take something simple, mm -hmm. we complicate it so that when we sort it out, we can go, look how clever I am yeah. figuring okay. out that complex me, thing. Yes. Okay. No, Please no, it myself. wasn't complex. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't. But we like to do it, don't exactly. we? Exactly. Yeah. So these 10 rules of fighting yep. are his rules. Okay. So I don't necessarily subscribe to these. Okay. So I'll explain his, and then I'll explain where I've adjusted and made mine mm -hmm. so that some of these don't actually apply because my system gets a, to the result quicker. Okay. okay. I know that sounds a bit big-headed. Yeah, Reader's Digest version right there. That's yeah. a condensed version, exactly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do a couple and then we'll okay. chuck in a bit of music. But the first one he says is stay on the goal. Now, this okay. is one that a lot of people struggle with. Because they'll start talking about, you know, you didn't phone to tell me you were going to be late. Sure. And then it's a, oh, but don't forget back in 2013 <laughs> you did this. Yes. yes. All right? All that does is muddy the water. Oh, this is why women make such good archaeologists. Because I tell you, they're always digging Excuse up the past. <laughs> right? Come on. <laughs> and brrr, there's the dad exactly. joke. Dad joke number one. Absolutely. So th that's really, really important. Yeah. Because if you're going to deflect, and we've already looked at this with the four stress levels, yes. with the distractor, mm -hmm. if you're going to distract from the point at hand, then it won't get resolved. Okay. All right? So you stick with what you want to deal with. Yep. You sort that out. Then you can go, okay, well, that was easy to sort it out. How about we look at this as well? Okay. All okay. Right. So this is the way he, he describes it. And that's a really good one. Because I've had partners where they try and drag other stuff in and it's oh, just like, just... no, let's deal with this yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw that one at me because yeah. that's just going to But you're right. It's and... kind of like, yeah, look at the shiny stuff over here and distract it. Yeah, look, just pull back on target. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, being on target, that's an important thing today because, of course, it is. May the 4th be with you. Right? It the is. May the 4th. So, you know, we've got a bit of Star Wars reference in here somewhere. Okay? Damn straight. Damn straight. All right, quick time for a break, my friend, because I know you've got all these other things we need to talk about, but we also could pay some bills and listen to some damn fine tunes. Now, Roscoe, he had a bit of fun, okay? <laughs> As um, he does. Yes, he, he chose the songs, uh, a few songs before we started the show. So, you know, he already had a bit of a, you know, honeymoon is over, but right now he's put in... Oh dear, young hearts, they run free. Nice. Oh, Edge Radio Australia, come on, dance a little bit. Shake your stuff. You got bacon? Shake it. Bit of sliding action here. It's Edge Radio Australia, 23 after 6. We're doing all about relationships now. You might actually be listening to this on Sunday because, uh, look, very popular replay on Sunday for this show. So if you are, it's not 6.23. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> Please don't run in. You're not late for dinner. We're still in the morning. It's all good. Um, look, fantastic, of course, to have you in the uh, the studio there. We've got a little... Oh, hang on. There's, there's something going on there. I don't know what's going on, but... <laughs> I was stepping on my cord. Oh, story of my life. <laughs> Terrible stuff. Uh, 
<laughs> explains your funny walk. It does. Oh, gee. You, you see, yeah. You see a guy limping. Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Do you remember the old comedy routine, uh, Delirious, from Eddie Murphy? Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's taking me. So some people will understand the joke. And we'll move on. <laughs> yes, a lot of wrong ones, but also very funny. Very funny. And uh, very funny when you look at the world now, 40 years ago. That is 40 Scary. years ago. Scary. Well, it is. Let's get into relationships, yeah. mate. Um, yes. Now, um, we've, we've, we've gone through one of these rules. Yep. And I agree with Steve on that one. Okay. Cool. Always stay on topic. Cool. Yeah. I thoroughly agree. Yeah. You don't want to be juggling 10 different arguments. It's just, no, no, it's too hard. No, just no. deal with well, one then. We're, we're men. We don't multitask. Come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they've proven there is no such thing as multitasking. Oh, really? Yeah. You're actually paying attention to something for a really short period of time, then to something else, and then something else. Right. You can't pay attention to multiple right. things. So you're just doing a lot of things badly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the next one that he's um, point he makes is one that I have also mentioned in previous shows. Yep. What's this one? Never be abusive. Mm. Oh, All right. No and, yep. Now it's very easy when you're um, dealing with conflict yep. that you're going to get triggered. Of course. And as I've mentioned before, the reptilian brain kicks in, wants to keep us safe. It starts to defend and all of this. Yep. You need to shut up that reptilian brain. Oh. And know that if you say anything or do anything that's abusive, mm. it's going to create more problems yep, that are going to make, yeah, it's just going to escalate things and just never be, it's never good. I've been there, not good. No. Not good. And I mean, look, it is so easy to react. And unfortunately, um, I don't know if it's human nature or just you know, one of those things, but Essentially, when you get to know someone really well and they get to know you, they know your triggers, okay? And vice oh, yeah. Versa. And unfortunately, sometimes if you're in a conflict relationship, they go straight for that trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's an unhealthy level of a relationship oh, where they absolutely. deliberately go for your trigger points. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it's nice if you've sort of agreed, oh, I need to work on this. So, hey, if you trigger me, it's a good thing. That's a different thing. Yeah, but if they're doing it just to get wind wind you up and get a reaction, not good. No. And I've had that, and yeah. it's it's yeah. not good. Not healthy no. at all. No. Okay. Now the next one, and I agree again with this one. Stay temporary in your emotions. Okay. Please explain. So it's very tempting mm -hmm. to use terms like "I hate you." You shit me. All of this. Yep. It's in this moment, you shit me. Ooh, hard in so, this moment no, to and, use the and, right terminology, but okay. No, no. Yeah. It's All arguing is one of these skills yep. that the more you work on it, the easier it gets, like anything. I'd see, I'm of the belief that, okay, and I'm, I've never understood this, okay, people say things that they don't mean in these arguments, exactly. right? Everybody does it. If you don't believe you do it, then quite frankly, you're either evolved a whole well, Record thing. it and listen back. Yeah, exactly, okay? I think, yeah, yes, bit of bull there, right? Uh, but I think that... Uh, I think that if you are with someone you love, there should be a level of forgiveness, right? Exactly. Okay, because you, you are going to say horrible things. Mm -hmm. we, we, we wish we were above that, but not everybody is. And it's going to happen to both sides. It's not a male thing or a female thing. It's just a thing. Yep. Um, whether even if it's a same-sex relationship, who gives a damn? You're going to say hurtful things, and it would be nice if you could go, okay, we had an argument for, you know, 
38 minutes. Um, and then either side of those 38 minutes, you, know, you can go back and you can understand that uh, these weren't permanent insults. Exactly, mm. exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If you keep it in that moment, then it's easier to deal with because it's not one of these big, massive things. It's Spot dealing on. with this 10 yep. minutes of... You know, you've you've frustrated me. Yep. Or you've created a situation where I've been triggered in my frustration. Sure. I, I think people use the term angry too much, right? Okay. Sometimes yes. you're not angry, you're just frustrated. Slice it. Slice it up. Yeah. Yeah. But you're just frustrated. Something's disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's one of the things I had to do was okay. work out if what degrees of angry am I? Is it full blown rage or am yep. I just disappointed, frustrated, feeling let down? What is it? I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, again, mm -hmm. super important. Okay. Having timeout signals. Oh, okay. Right. No safety word here. Yeah, so safe word. Yep. It could be a signal. could be just something where it's, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling like I'm going to snap and say some things I don't really want to say. Yep. And this isn't going to go well. Okay. So I'm okay. going to go timeout. Yep. I'm taking a break. Give me 10 minutes to collect myself, 20, whatever it is. Sure. You always give them a time frame at the end. I think this is a really good idea and something that I don't think anyone, not enough people embrace. Exactly. Right? Um, but, yeah, like literally that whole – because sometimes you just get caught up in the momentum of things, right? And you're basically in this revolving door of negativity. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of the building, right? Okay, let the door keep spinning. Just get the hell out of it. You know, calm yourself, calm the farm, then come back in. Yeah, and I actually had this on the weekend. Okay. All right, so we'll do the full disclosure thing. <laughs> so as I say to my clients, one of my big frustrations with people that coach is they tend to give this image that everything's perfect for oh, them. All right? Yep. So I know there's a lot of coaches out there that coach on relationships or parenting yep. or whatever, and what they'll do mm. – is they keep talking about how everything's fantastic with their partner sure. and all that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. keep no, no, it real. Yeah. Tell it real. Yep. Now, I do have a fantastic relationship. Yeah. We still argue, though. Of course you do. We you still are... have moments where we get annoyed with each other. You might even be a human being. <gasps> oh, I know. <laughs> Shocking thought. Not a reptilian. <laughs> so what it was is my wife said something to me on the weekend. Right. And I got frustrated. Okay. Now, obviously, all of this stuff that I talk about is something I have to use myself Makes because sense, I don't teach anything I don't believe in. Why would you? Exactly. So I knew that it was my stuff. Okay. So I grabbed my keys, my phone, my wallet, and yep. off I went. So two hours later, she phones me up and goes, when are you coming home? So I'll be home shortly. Okay. So I got home, and she'd made lunch because it was in the morning that it happened. Made lunch, and she goes, you're going to talk? You want to talk about it? I said, not yet. I want to finish my lunch. So I finished yeah. my lunch and I sat her down and I said, right, I thought I was annoyed at what you'd said. Yep. But it wasn't that. Okay. I'd go a little bit deeper and I realised there were some other triggers over the previous few weeks that mm. had been building up to that one. Okay. Okay, let's dig deeper into them. So I dug even deeper into them and I found out where it started. Ooh. And then it was like, ah, now I know. So, right yeah, those sorts of things, it's, it's pretty important. Um, and that was that timeout signal. Or I just had to go, right, if I don't walk away, this could go bad, and that's not a good thing. So it was Absolutely. like a, yep, go on, bye. 
And, you know, she's been with me long enough now and heard me coaching enough times that she's like, yeah, okay, you just need your, your space to do your thing. And look, and this also, uh, if I can throw this in, okay, mm. this is not always about your intimate relationships. Like sometimes this could be a relationship. Oh, this was nothing to do with it. Yeah, well, there you go. No, as far as like from a friendship point of view or, or a work colleague, sometimes, you know, like you just got to give each other space. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and, yeah, resolve it properly go back to the the cause exactly because then you instead of putting a band-aid on it and doing the old oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and not actually resolving it yep you go back to the source then you never need a band-aid i mean if it pops up again Mm. i'll recognize it straight away because it's like ah it's this old chestnut we've seen this then i don't need to uh, react and it's a okay now i can just go and deal with that again yep Okay. So yeah. it does make it a lot easier. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, this one, I'm not too keen on his one. He says, do something enjoyable mid-fight. What? So what he's saying is if you've got an argument that's get a bit intense and you sure. have your time-out type thing, it's like, okay, let's go and get some ice cream or throw a football around or whatever. It's just something where you can just blow off some steam and then come back and start okay. again. The reason I don't agree with this mm-hmm. one is... Why can't you have a conflict that's resolved in a few minutes rather than two or three hours later? Yeah, look, surely you got better things oh, to do. I, I get that, but from my point of view, I just see that as I, I see that as gobbledock. To be honest with you, I, I think that I think if you are in an argument like that, yes, you're better off resolving it than going off and oh, you know, halftime entertainment. That just seems stupid, and also from the point of view of what do you go and play mini golf together? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <sighs> I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, no. For me though. I've put a lot of thought into dealing with conflict. Okay. All right. So I've come up with my own little system yep. where 98% of arguments never need to happen. Well, good system if that works. Fantastic. Exactly. So a lot of the conflict I have with my wife where, say, I get triggered, mm-hmm. she never even knows about <laughs> because I deal with it internally and I go, okay, that's the source of it. Yep. Cool, done. Then if I need to talk to her about it, I will. Most times I don't. So like the weekend, good example of, no, I need to explain this to her so she's got an understanding. Yep. Because she needed to have that understanding. It was really important. Okay. So, yeah. So that one, yeah, I don't agree with. No, no, no. Old Steve. That sounds just like psychobabble to me, to be absolutely honest. Well, he is a therapist and counsellor, so. Could be. There you go. Um. This one I do like. Which one? Don't compromise yourself, but be flexible. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, so no, look, in other words, look for a win-win. Well, everybody wants one, right? Let's yeah. face it. Um, I mean, the word compromise is being flexible. Okay, you, you are coming to somewhere that... No, because I think that... Okay, well, bear with Go me. On, yeah, one. okay. Yeah. I mean, look, ultimately, you're trying to find a flexible place where you can both... You know, you meet not in the middle or where wherever you need to meet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas compromise, I I think way too many people just give in, mm-hmm. and I think that gives a shocking dynamic to a relationship. Yes. Right? Um, so you know, yeah, I think if you can find the answer where there's a win-win, where you give a bit, they give a bit, you know. Yeah, I, I don't want to be hard fast. So the word compromise to me is giving a little bit on both directions. So that's that's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just a use of language. Yeah, well, for me, compromise means one of us has to lose something. Not all of it, but you've got to lose something of what you want. Okay. So for me, I prefer negotiating. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. we both want what we want. 
Sure. It's going to be hard to have them on the same timeline. How yep. about we defer one of them? If we defer yours, sure. how about we also chuck this in to sweeten the deal? Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool I, with that. I think that's a really good way of putting it, actually. I think so many li- things in life, rather, if you just negotiate, you'll get mm, to the right spot. Absolutely. Because yeah, everybody does need to win this whole theory that, you know, there has to be one winner and one loser. Well, it's not always the case. In some things, yes. Hell like yeah. running race, you yeah, can't yeah, have yeah, everyone well, win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Take notes, schools. Do not get me started on encouragement awards. Oh, it's participation awards. No, you know what? You're slow. All right, sorry. And if you want to win, if you want that, you want that prize. Run faster, work harder, train harder. Okay, jeez, have some initiative. Anyway, yes. Before we go down that oh. rabbit hole, yeah, I know that gets both of us yes. going. Yes. Anyway, um, this one is. I'll, I'll tell a little bit of a story. I won't oh, okay. say any names, though. Okay. Um, it's accept the present and forget the past. Okay. Okay. So, as you mentioned, archaeologists, they'll dig up the past. <laughs> yes. And that's not a good thing. Oh, not at all. And this is like this cancel culture yep. gets me. Oh. And they rip people apart that said something 20, 30 years ago. It's like, hang on. They were not as educated or as aware as they are now, don't beat them up for something I said all that time ago when they didn't understand. Context. Context. So actually, here's a good example of my own. I was at a pub years ago, Mm -hmm. all right? So I was early 20s, chatting to this very lovely Irish lass. Excellent. Very nice. Had that lovely, soft, lilting accent. accent. Nice as. Anyway, I made the exceptionally ignorant, naive comment of... Trouble with the Irish is the IRA. <laughs> and she tore me a new one. I and I was more than a little surprised at the ferocity of that. Right. Okay. And then I went, okay, mm. maybe I better do some research. So I went and looked at and this is before the internet. Oh, so I had no. to go and do it the old fashioned way with a book. And once I read the history of it, I was like, mm. oh, yeah, she was right to yeah. rip into me <laughs> for that one. It was, yeah. <laughs> It was a very ignorant thing to say. And it's the same thing with cancel culture. So if someone now mm-hmm. came at me with that story and said, you made that comment about the IRA. It's like, yeah, back when I was an ignorant, naive yeah. young fella. And when I didn't have a computer in the palm of my hand. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one of the things that frustrates me with cancel culture and people in general where they beat people up. Yep about something that they did 20 years ago and they negate everything they do now, All even if work. it's really yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I think cancel culture is, quite frankly, it is a great symbol of weak people. Damn straight. They've finally got a bit of power and they because they haven't grown up with it, they don't understand it, they don't understand it with power comes context. responsibility. <clears throat> they just, they don't use that context. But yeah, with power comes responsibility. Absolutely. And right now we have a lot of people who should be back in mum's, um, you know, uh, spare room or basement or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of where you belong, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Okay, come back out of that yes. rabbit hole. No, well, I'm just, I'm, I look, I'm a believer. I, I, I mean, I love people and I love building people up. But mm, I also absolutely. Be, but I also believe in survival of the fittest. I believe that in as much as, um, you know, don't you give people the tools to make the best possible decisions and the best life they can, yep. right? But if they don't show the initiative and they don't want to actually do that, Hey, end of the day, you can take the horse. Take the your water, results. Right? Yep, simple as that. Absolutely. All right. Now, um, I'm going to say, tell us what we're going to do next. But you know what? In fact, I'm just going to start a song. 
All right, and it's going to be environmental lines. You have no idea what's going on. Oh God! Oh mate, you just—I don't know if I'm worried uh, or excited. You should be. No, no, definitely worried. Definitely go with that. Uh, Yeah, just tease me a little bit about it, really. Oh Oh, dear, it's Radio Australia. Oh, they make it tough, the old TLC. So many rules. I mean, jeez. Oh, girls, just yeah, drop your standards a bit. Let a guy in. <laughs> TLC there. No scrubs. It's Edge Radio Australia. We're doing all about relationships and we like to pull the mickey because life is very short if you don't enjoy it, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So back to your... Now, what rule are we up to? We're up to number eight. Eight? I thought we were further. Oh, this is just like 12 rules for life. I mean, what's going on here? Uh, was that Jordan Peterson, wasn't <laughs> Certainly it? Certainly was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... This final one of his is, I think, very critical to always bear in mind. And it took me a long time to understand this one. Okay. The gravity of it. The gravity. The whole reason we fight, mm. and I touched on this at the very first show when we did the five levels of uh, stages of a relationship with the power struggle. The whole reason we have the power struggle is yep. to bring us together as a couple. I like that. If it's done right. And that is the key. Yeah. And a lot of people, unfortunately, are using tools that aren't that crash. Sure. And therefore not getting the result that they would like to have. Now, I know I certainly didn't get the result I wanted years (laughs) ago. Certainly got a result. It definitely wasn't what I wanted. But again, mate, this is, look, honestly, uh, you don't need credibility. But the reality is if you you do have it because you acknowledge your failures, all right? You Mm -hmm. acknowledge them because... We're all a work in progress here, okay? Absolutely. We really are. You just you're not born. Never stops. Exactly. So I know with myself, you know, I I'm getting better at this, you know, the old relationship stuff because you know I've I've seen the mistakes and um I've done uh, I've owned it. I've owned it. And it, it's sometimes Important. yeah, you've got to kind of look and go, jeez. You know, it could have just been me in that particular situation. You know, you've got to know, you've got to be very honest about your mistakes because so many people aren't, they, they sell themselves as being high and mighty and above everyone else. And, oh, you know, whereas they, often these people really lack emotional maturity. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of the time, a lot of people forget that conflict is necessary and they'll start a relationship and then they'll right. have a couple of fights and just go, oh, it's all turned to poo, I'm out of here. Yep. And it's like, no, 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 you're just getting to the good stuff. <laughs> and this is why now with the little system that I created, mm-hmm. when I have this conflict with my wife like I did on the weekend, yeah. I know it's an opportunity for me to discover something about myself that maybe I'd forgotten or I needed to learn or become aware of Makes sense. so that I become a better version of me. Okay. Now, the really cool thing with that is that means my wife gets a better version of husband. Oh, so she that. gets the old upgrade. Yeah, that's right. She gets the evolution version. I like that's that. It. There we go. And that's what I found on the weekend when I was speaking to her Yeah. was once I'd finished talking about all the things I needed to tell her about, you know, where it originated, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. She was like, wow, this bloke opened up. He was honest. He was vulnerable. And it's funny because at one point she tried to offer her point of view regarding a piece of information I was talking about. And I said, no. I don't care about you. I'm talking about me here. (laughs) And she was like, oh, got it. (laughs) Because it's not about her. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and people forget. If you get triggered, that's mm-hmm. your stuff. So all yeah. these people are going, I'm offended. Yeah, and? Yeah, yeah, and? Exactly. Would you like a medal? Okay. Yeah. Gold star? The, I don't know. The sad thing is, though, because they then shut down any conversation regarding it or communication, mm-hmm. they don't get to explore what it is that triggers them so that they can learn from it and pull it forward into their future and have a better life. Okay. So, for example, let's say you said something. Mm-hmm. I took offence, sure, and you just went oh, and stopped. That then means I don't get to explore that. You don't get to Spot learn on. something, yep. and we don't become better because of it. Spot on. So I've said for years we should basically offend everyone. <clears throat> I love that. Oh, yeah, because Ooh. if you think about it, if you all understand that when you get triggered, it's your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not about them. It's something yeah. within you that gets triggered. Because what you find offensive, I won't, and vice True. versa. Okay. You know, okay. That's what makes us individuals. So if we not maliciously triggered no. each other, but if we happened to trigger each other and went, okay, let's explore that now. Yep. Well, then that's an opportunity. You're going to grow. Exactly. You will not grow. Whatever, whether it's a relationship or it's a conversation or anything in life, you Absolutely. will not ever grow as a human being if you just you listen to people who agree with you all the time. You need new ideas, right? Everyone needs. Sometimes it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit, right? Yep, absolutely. Bit, but it's part of getting a, uh, growing to a better person. Yeah, and what you said is really important to remember as well. The growth is painful because you have to confront things that may not be pleasant yeah. about yourself yeah. and other people. Mm-hmm. And the key to the growth is accepting those, yeah. learning from them, utilising them, and making sure they move you forward, not dragging you backwards. Absolutely. If you come in with that kind of attitude and you see these things, I think also you could have, you can avoid a lot of issues. Like you, just, you don't have to get to that stage. You kind of go, okay, yeah, the, the storm is brewing. Yeah. Right? Um, and yeah, just cut straight to the cause, get it sorted out, and move on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and a last one that I want to chuck on, yep. with Steve, and we sort of touched on this a little bit. And the one thing I try to be aware of, and I'll illustrate this using a, an interaction between my two boys when they were little. Okay. They were having a altercation. Sure. As they do, <laughs> as brothers do, as siblings of any sort, yeah, actually. Very true. <laughs> and. One of them turned to the other and said, you're an idiot. Right. And I straight away I said, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't ever want to hear that crap again. Yep. Because if you say that often enough, he's going to believe it. And that's not so true. true. No, but it's true. It, it breaks people down. So what I said to him is what you have to bear in mind yeah. is it's be his behavior that you don't like. Okay. So when, whenever we're having conflict, we have to remember we can love the person. Yep not like their behavior or their response so or their true. attitude or whatever. So that's what we're dealing with. So label the behavior or the attitude or whatever it is. Don't label the person. Okay. So do you think, is it important to use those words? To say, Absolutely. Yeah, okay. okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, let's say my wife did something that annoyed me. Yep. All right. Instead of going, um, you, you know, the old you make me angry, when you do this, sure, it's the I get upset when you choose to do this. Oh, it's very wordy. Yeah, it's but the one thing I'm aware of as much as I possibly can be nowadays, and I do still slip up because hey, as you mentioned, I'm human. I make sure yeah. that I label the behaviour 
because I don't want that to cloud either person that I love. So For whether sure. that's my sons, my wife, my friends, my family, whoever, I want to make sure I separate the yep. thing that's actually frustrating me, disappointing me, whatever, away from well, them. You think about, okay, in relationships, how often people say, you know, I hate you, you know? Exactly. And you know, you, know, you don't. That you hurts. actually love them to bits. Absolutely. Right? But you hate the behaviour. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's, I think that's super, super critical. I mean, along with these rules, which are great, yep. except for that one in the middle there. <laughs> oh, yes, halftime, change that's sides. It. That's it. No, that's weird. So it's, they are really important. Yeah. And conflict is important because we grow and we become that better version of ourselves. And being able to navigate it in a healthy way, in a constructive way, one that actually gets a result yep. so that you can both feel safe around each other. Because if you can't deal with your conflict with your partner without them attacking you and ripping you apart and all of this sort of thing, then that's not going to be a good relationship. Not not at all. Not at all. Best avoided, yeah. I mean, and look, again, life is supposed to be – don't get me wrong. I mean, there's lots of challenges in life, negative, positive, all kind of carry on, right? Okay, but ultimately – you want to have a positive life. You want to have an enjoyable time. You want to have fun. And if you're stuck in conflict or you're stuck with someone uh, where you can't have that happiness, what are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. And yeah. the good thing is the better you get at conflict, yep. the quicker it gets dealt with and the quicker you can get to the good stuff. The good stuff. All right. And good stuff we'll talk about next week. Yes. And yes. in fact, I'm, I'm doing a bit of psychology next oh, week. Oh, Oh, hang on. <clears throat> Hit me with that rhythm stick. Okay, what is it? It's called transactional analysis. Right. I do that with my bank, but okay. That's it. That's it. Now, this is one I read in a book. Right. It's a very heavy read. So it's the sort of thing where I want to go to sleep. I'll read a couple of pages. (laughs) Bang, I'm out. Or I once you, yeah once you get it though okay. it's a really but, cool one but you'll do it in a light way that we can oh yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah a lot more uh, yeah I don't want to put anyone going. to sleep yeah no, especially if they're driving and listening <laughs> not, to this not a good not, thing not a good look hey uh, if people want to uh, get in touch with you where can we find you just type into your favourite browser Wayne Brown Life <laughs> Back on Track and Easy as that. everything will pop up. All right, mate. Now, I haven't chosen any you know, cheesy music to finish the show. Okay, I've actually chosen a particular song I really like. You're going against type here. I, I really I am. I was looking um, forward to something cheesy. Uh, look, and, uh, you know, have you remember the, the song, um, um, the Discovery Channel one, um, the Bloodhound Gang? Oh, yes. Okay, nothing like that. But there is a line in there that says, uh, you know, doing something that only Prince would sing about. Yes. Okay. Well, Prince is about to sing. Simple as that. Nice. I'm feeling a little Raspberry Beret. <gasps> oh, yes. The kind you find in that secondhand store. That's the one. So with that, have a wonderful, wonderful uh, evening, everyone. And if you're watching this or listening, rather, on the old replay on Sunday, I hope you've enjoyed the show and we've got more great stuff coming on later on today. With that, bit of Prince for you. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships.
Harmonious, enlightened, aligned life. Isn't that what we all want for ourselves and our family? Gwenda from Heal has the tools and easy to follow steps to embrace a holistic lifestyle to optimize health and wellness. Healwithgwenda.com. Let's burn the roof, 
That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. A feeling. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. Tonight's the night. Let's live it up. Let's live it up. I got my money. Hey. Let's spin it up. Let's spin it up. Go out and smash it. Smash it. Like oh my god. Like oh my god. Jump out that sofa. Come on. Let's get get caught. Fill up my cup. Drink. Mazel tov. Look at her dancing. Move it, move it. Just take it off. Let's paint the town. Paint the town. We'll shut it down. Shut it down. Let's burn the roof. And then we'll do it again. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, and do it, and do it, let's live it up and do it, and do it, and do it, do it, do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, do it, do it. Here we come, here we go, we gotta rock, easy come, easy go, now we on top, feel the shot, body rock, rockin' don't stop. Some action, but like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around, but none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up, what a LOC? The girls was all jocking at the other end of the bar, having drinks with some no name chump when they know that I'm the star. So I got up and strolled over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy, Why are you so fly? He said, Funky Comadina. Get more chicks, put a little Medina in your glass, and the girls will come real quick. It's better than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion, and she'll be on your lap. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg, and then he licked his bowl, and he looked at me, and did a wild thing on my leg. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? I 
got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. I got Spuds and Kenzie, Alex from Strohs. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina, pal. I went out to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I'd like a drink. I said, um, okay, I'll go get it. And then a couple of sips, she gon' lick the lips, and I knew that she was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got undressed, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw her mouth, I don't fool around with no Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky cold Medina. You know, ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s, and I'm down with the ladies, you know. A little affection. I took a shot as a contestant on the love connection. The audience voted, and you know they picked a winner. I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner. She had a few drinks. I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting. Instead, she started talking about plans for a wedding. I said, wait, slow down, love, not so fast. I'll be seeing ya. That's why I found you don't play around with the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? That Medina's a monster, y'all. Funky cold Medina. Now, normally, if I can help it, I don't spend a lot of time in a principal's office. What? Nine o'clock. Twelve o'clock comes with mass hysteria. 
everybody rushes down to the cafeteria. Picked up my tray that had Thursday's lunch. And when I tried the applesauce, I heard it crunch. I'm running up the stairs with a front tooth broken. The nurse just laughed and said, you must be joking. I looked up at her with a smile on my face. No joke, because my front tooth is out of place. So I walked through school with ice on my lip. A nurse's late passed like a gun on my hip. My books are real heavy. I'm walking, I'm dragging it. No school lunch next week. I'm brown bagging it. Forget class, I'ma shoot some more. With the late pass, I got no trouble at all. But then the nurse walks up and says, What do you know? It's off to the principal's office. You go. Oh, God. 